Last night when he he says, uh, no, y'all don't know which side the wall on and which side the window on. What the wall it? over here. Now point to the other way. That's the window. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. Is, it's Rump Chat. Is there Sykeston a edition 2.0? I never thought about that. When you do from the windows to the walls, it's to the right to the left or... What he, he did he did last night he did um, the yeah to, when the window was the left and the wall was the right right oh she naked uh, uh, I mean in his defense he was dealing with a whole lot of white people <laughs> that's true white people and Sykes didn't know which way the wall was it was every midwestern uh, high school dance last night <laughs> in two thousand five to two thousand and ten. Yeah. So, all rolled into one place. All rolled into so one let's, place. Let's get into it. We are in the party capital of the summer run rodeos. Sykes to Missouri. And speaking of sweat, I drop even, down your balls. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even, even uh, chain it to just the summer run. I would say rodeos, period. The, I would Name to, a bigger party. Uh, well... This is this is the number one. Yeah, but you know what? Anyway. Fort Madison's around the corner. Yep, yep. And speaking of sweat dropping down your balls, this year at Sykeston, the weather has actually not been, <laughs> it's been sweat drop down your balls. Where in the past, it's to the sweat drop down your balls every twenty four hours. Like <laughs> it never gets cool. But oh wait, they get six inches of rain. <laughs> we're sitting outside even on this beautiful yeah, Saturday awesome. morning. We're in the elements, so that you're probably going to hear dogs bark. You will guaranteed hear the water tractor go by. You At will hear people times. light cigarettes. Cigarettes oh. will be smoked, we, and ATVs we will, be hooting, will be going by. We'll be hooting and hollering at girls' stride of pride and back to their cars. Just Saw one earlier. The stride of pride, not the walk of shame. I mean, if you're proud of it. Like the girl that was here the other night. It's like, hey, my name is Kirsten. Of course it is, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 21 years old, pink dress. So we have uh, our guests today. We're, well, Many we just kind of got a hodgepodge. Yeah, Whitmire, he's probably going to jump on here. He's, you know, a, a past chairman here. Uh, you know, their 365-day term <laughs> that they have here. Uh, you have Webster's out here, a couple guys from Woodward, Oklahoma. Yeah, and we then, got Randy Hughes and Austin Thomas. Are yep. gonna, uh, Randy's yeah. on with us right now in, the, in the, the true Swiss Army knife of rodeo personnel. One Jacob Moorhead, the Ram Rep. The production director, the music director, the lighting director, the video uh, producer. He's got a golf cart. Uh, Ramrod, which I commandeer everywhere I go. I don't even ask. Yeah, I got the golf cart. I got the complimentary other vehicle. That's really the reason people like me. So. <laughs> it was yeah. like me when I worked for U.S. Yeah. Smokeless. Yeah, that and all the stuff you listen to. Well, you're here anyway. So, yeah. So, yeah. Jacob, from your point of view, tell us what your opinion was of Little John. Little, it was it was the old nostalgia cake, big time. You know, he took the stage, went up there, and I mean, 
hit shots right away. <laughs> and like I said, like we were talking about earlier, he he did some of the old classics, the old standards. And uh, but it was like all the way from Cape Girardeau to here yesterday. He just got Alexa to Google him stuff white people like. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was true. He did little well, Katy Perry uh, in yep. there. You know that's what I expected to hear at the little yeah, John Nirvana. Concert. Nirvana. He yeah, threw yeah. in some journey. journey. Yeah. journey. So it was it was funny because. Ninety percent of the show was other people. He just DJed. He stood right. behind the turntables and DJed. It was because it was, because look look at his catalog, if you would, of music. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, he sung those three songs at the end, and it was all of them. Then yeah, and that was it. Because everything else he just contributes to, like but, the Yin Yang Twins. Yeah, and, yeah, and you know, yeah. It was basically shake it like a salt shaker. An hour long, or how how long would his set have been? A little over an hour of yeah. a, a little over an hour of a tie down roping at a rodeo it. that Andy Stewart's announcing. <laughs> oh shit. Oh <laughs> shots. <laughs> you, it was a party. You know what I like? It was a party. What I liked about Lil John though, his guys all had cowboy hats on and he got a jersey, one of the full bore <laughs> Yeah. Bullfighter jerseys. So Sykeson has in their merch they have a, a bullfighter jersey and he wore it. Last night with the cowboy hat, it was awesome. It was great. Like uh, that place was packed. I mean, it was packed to the to the gills, and not one person sitting down the whole concert. No, so there was probably eleven between eleven and twelve thousand. Yeah, yeah. Let's so, just say all moving in unison. Let's just all say in the crunk juice was rolling. <laughs> if you could sum last night up into one sentence. White girls in the club go crazy. <laughs> you ain't hundred percent. And you know that's one thing that's crazy about Sykes and when you think about party rodeos, you almost want to do this, not in a weird perverted way, Randy, that you're probably thinking, but oh, like if you put a uh, a camera at the gate and just film people coming in in their outfits, it was hilarious. There was a uh, how, in how could that get Jacob Cedar too. We there's a, a black chick last night probably weighed about. 345 that had on a white t-shirt that said, I ain't got no panties no. on. No. No. I could have set, set up a lawn chair under her eyelashes. She had sat in the shade. But she literally, she shows up a little John with a t-shirt that said, I ain't got no panties on. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, pay good money for, I mean, sat down front. Um, she was not ashamed of that t-shirt. No. She wasn't ashamed of anything. And, and you know, good for her. Good yeah, for yeah, her, but like living her best then you life. got yeah. you know the, the different you got the guys like some of the guys that try to dress you know halfway rodeo and just look ridiculous then you got all the chicks with the cutoff shorts so short that if they get any shorter they have to have their vaginas surgically removed and hired up so they're not showing <laughs> yeah victoria has no secrets left sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah so, sykeston and and, I, and I, we've said it before if not on here we've said it just in conversation you wouldn't think the the amount of beautiful women it would be in southeast Missouri. I know Scott County, USA is a Why hub. wouldn't you? Hey, why wouldn't you think that? I'm offended. Shut up. <laughs> you know, it was, I mean, for as many as they are, because I don't, there is, it's pretty salty, I'll just say that. The polite way I could say it is there was lots of talent running around last night. Beautiful. Well, lots of it. You know, and, and it was funny, up on the VIP deck, there was like, two black guys up there and then all these white girls are taking pictures with them because I guess if they're black they knew Little John. <laughs> oh, you know Little John. Yes. God, yes, we went to it's college my cousin. There. It's like, but I don't know if like, I would be offended or he was loving it and, you know, it was funny. <laughs> I was just like, what are you doing? They're all taking selfies and everything. I mean, he had some funky glasses but, you on, know, but it was kind of funny. So in my era, though. Maybe he did know him. I don't know. 
I'll say you're jumping. Was he juvenile? No, that juvenile was with uh, Nelly. (laughs) I know. I got to say, he's got better chances of knowing him than the white guys taking pictures with him did. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) But, you know, growing up and going to college in Alva, Oklahoma, in the 2000s. The trash. I have so many memories at the nightlight bar listening to Little John. Oh, my God. I mean, absolutely. When the, when, uh, that one of the wall song, like, it was everybody, the, even if no one danced, like, even like the girls that weren't cool, they would go dance. And everybody would say balls. And I didn't know what skeet meant back then, so I would just yell it, skeet, skeet, skeet. Which, if you watch the music video, it, they're squirting a water bottle, which skeet. What is skeet? I was about to What's say, can mean? you help me out? Because I still don't know what skeet means. Skeet? You don't, are you for real? I mean, I've got an when idea. When you say skeet, you know, okay, you're, uh. Jacob, you've wandered into this. No, I'm just going to watch you. Feeding the ducks. Yeah. Skeet means uh, when two people love each other. or (laughs) It's a verb. Or they met at the concert um, in Sykeston. And they're underneath the bleachers. And have not made it back to the car yet. When a a young man, because there's kids that listen, I don't want to be too gruff, but when a young man reaches uh, a point in, in the act of making love, he says the word, skeet, skeet, skeet. I've never, I've never said that either. But, you know, that's what it means. I didn't know what it means because I used to say it all the time. I'm like, skeet, skeet, skeet. Like, now wonder, that I say it, I don't want to say skeet as much. You know, I'm wondering this parking lot, you know. If How everybody much in the world, on the ground? Yeah, if everybody in the world was, uh, was, was chipped and you could track where they were, I wonder in nine months oh. from Sykes to Missouri, oh. I, I how was many gonna, kids would be born? I was going to throw that out there. Not so much a question, but a poll. How many illegitimate children do you think were fathered last night? I don't know. Uh, well, I found if a I, handful. If I sure. if I had a dollar for every used condom I found on the rodeo grounds, <laughs> there'd be enough money to pay another announcer. Oh my <laughs> Let's God! Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, I, I'm telling I'm you, surprised they rubber Chris, up over here. You have to put this rodeo on your bucket list, people, because it is, and you have to experience. You can listen to our stories and everything, but just try. Uh, look, you can fly right into Cape Girardeau on United. Whitney did on a jet. You know, fly right in here. Probably or you got St. Louis, a couple hours friends. north. Memphis, a couple hours south. Get right on the interstate. Come on up. You got to you gotta just put it on the list. You got to make it some. And the rodeo action's been great. And the road, RC yeah. Landingham. We haven't even talked about the rodeo. Wade Sundell, Shorty Garrett got bucked off the other night. But, like, the actual rodeo portion has been, has been phenomenal, too. I mean, the stock's been bucking. Avenger was out last night. We had two great nights at BFO with uh, – Kind of a Cinderella story with the hometown boy from Sykeston. Hey, so he did great. He did a great job. Everybody yep. was kind of, well, we don't know. Well, yeah, Eli, they didn't give much expectation. Eli Sharkey got hurt, so we had to fill a spot. We got the local guy from Sykeston, and he won the round. So, West Rakowski, our buddy, he was the champ. Yep. Great nights of bullfighting tonight in concert. By the time you guys hear this, it'll already be over, but... Cole Wetzel. Yeah, they're, they've been sold out for a while. 105% because they sell standing room only tickets. Do you guys listen to Cole Wetzel? Man, mm-hmm. I love Cole Wetzel, and I've seen him twice live now, and the first time was in Denton, Texas, at the North Texas State Fair and Rodeo. I think there was – they had to call in the riot police after that deal was over. It was a effing party. It stirs the white folk up. I heard it. Cheyenne, he couldn't even sing his lyrics. He was so – out of it i don't doubt that but he's that's a good time he gets them riled up yeah, weren't you at cheyenne jacob i was at cheyenne but I, we had him um probably i was before covid um 
at Coleman, Texas, which is a nice, quaint little uh, – it's a great rodeo there the first week of June, and um, he was there. And they're used to having a fairly wild time, and they said yikes when it was over with. I mean – uh, airborne glass bottles. Uh, Would he tell them to throw shit? Oh, yeah. I'm no telling, shit? I'm oh, telling yeah. you, he gets them stirred up. Justin, you know about this? Justin's done when the last bull's out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they put certain stipulations. Yeah, I don't think he can. Um, well, they also try to tell Cardi B what not to say at Houston, and that didn't stop her. <laughs> wop, wop, wop. Yeah. Wow, wow. You know, I was stripping to put to college... So stripping is the way to go or something like that. It was like, yep, and there's your PSA for the morning. She has those uh, 450 credit score fingernails. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Show us your boobs. Yeah. Cardi. Well, well, there was a time that she would. For money, mm-hmm. I mean. For, you one, imagine for that? one dollar. You imagine that one week here and there in some strip club and where's she? She's New York, wherever. One and week, then, you're, and then the next week she's on, you know, the MTV Music Awards. One week, you're, you're like, hey, you're, I remember those. You're rubbing up on Skags, and the next minute, <laughs> which we want to address, Skags. Yeah. So, well, Skags yeah. is our buddy. Skags, we shouldn't have done Skags in the morning. Yeah, we should have done Skags after a perv at night. We woke him up, and <laughs> when he's pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> wait, wait uh, is that my phone? Oh, yeah. Serious Hey, that's a bottle of whiskey at a production meeting. That is a bottle of whiskey. Yeah, but this is... They got me at Greeley this year. It'll happen. So, yeah. Yeah, it was like like boring NPR drive-time radio at first. And now we'd like to introduce Jeff Skaggs. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that happened. How'd you lose your eye, Skaggs? Yeah, came out. Yeah. Skaggs is a natural-born storyteller. <laughs> I mean, in all seriousness, he can spend all day to tell oh, you man. one story. Uh, he is, and that's what... We're, and I, we love it. We love him. I, I love Skaggs. That's what I thought. He was going to be so <laughs> good. Like, Nine minutes in, Rump and I are looking at each other like, uh, <laughs> help. And then I, it hit me. What do me. I do with my call, hands? Call yeah. Will O'Connell, because nobody knows more it, shit it on actually, him than Will. It really did remind... You remember the, the skit on Saturday Night Live, where it's the two ladies talking about Christmas treats? She's like... So this year oh, yeah. is the time of year we always like to make our oh, special yeah. Christmas treats. And then it has the, the one guy, the Baldwin guy, come on. He's like, this year for Christmas, I'm going to make my sweaty balls. balls. The girls can't stay away from my sweaty balls. <laughs> oh, my God. The truly decadent time. Your balls seem bigger than last year. Mm, I can barely get my... <laughs> well, she, no, she says that. Yeah, she does. I can barely get my, my mouth around your balls. Oh, they're salty. <laughs> so Skaggs is reminiscent of the old turn of the century 2000 model 7.3 power stroke that you didn't plug in. And you turn it over in the yard, and you turn it over in the yard, and you turn it over in the yard, and it starts to, you know, it'll blow out a little blue smoke a little bit. But then once that sucker gets running, you cannot turn it off. <laughs> what? What's your favorite skag story, Jack? I don't have a good skag story. I mean, I... I don't you ever. <laughs> yeah, and that you, was a total misinterpretation. You were featured, you were I, actually featured I was cited in, in the last rump chat. And don't you ever, <laughs> ever bring her to my house. You know, and... LaDonna. <laughs> LaDonna. Who I've never even met, I don't guess. I think she hangs out up there at Little Becky or whatever. And now on that night, a couple years ago, I walked past skags. We were, we were done with the Ram stuff, and... 
and he had a natter daze in between every finger. <laughs> Those are freaking nasty. They're dangerous, man. Oh. They'll sneak up on you. Looked like he had been wallowing on the ground for a few minutes, and he goes, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> And I roll over into bed, and usually we go to the concert. We come back here, have a small visit, you know, whatever 30-year-old people do. And... Yeah. Uh, and go to bed. Well, at one o'clock, my phone rings in the morning, and it's Skaggs. Well, I ignore it and roll over, and Skaggs leaves me this message, and I've still got it somewhere on my phone. But, hey! <laughs> I have got someone here who wants to meet you, and um, uh, you have left. And, uh, uh, tell me where you're at, I'm bringing her to your trailer. <laughs> so. I wouldn't have done that, but since he's made fun of me. <laughs> don't you ever. Don't you ever bring her to my trailer. I had the next ass Skaggs. Don't ever do that. Again. Sorry, it does sound like that. Yeah, you kind of. <laughs> he made you, you sound like. You and Southern Baptist. Yeah, you were like an old Southern cotton farmer. Don't you ever. Uh, Sykeston. You I go will, put Leroy up in the barn now. now. <laughs> I will say this. Hambone saved my motorcycle last night from a group of. Yeah. I could have very well been beaten to the bloody pulp when I came around the corner, but I was committed. They were, we heard, all we heard is, get it, kickstart that son of a bitch. And Whitney goes, oh God, they're taking it. And I go, and so I run around the corner and there's some girls on Rump's motorcycle and I go, go on now, get the hell out of here before it's too late, turn back. No, you didn't. No, he sounded like some 48-year-old man who was trying to too. run people out of the Best Western pool because he's pissed <laughs> off to be working the night shift. Hey, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> Not on my watch. No, sir. Beat it. I said. Beat it. I said, get on out here. And, and then and about the around the corner, around the pickup, there's like four or five big old <laughs> big boys. And they were like, come on, let's get out of here. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Well, what about her? Gonna, what, what weight class only, was she wrestling in? I don't remember. I was just so mad. Well, thank you for, but you know, honestly, like this is the only rodeo where I have to worry about locking up my bike. Yeah. I think anybody that brings a personal vehicle here of some kind that they haul in their trailer <laughs> should probably chain it up to. Yeah, the, you yeah, got your you, top of your golf you, cart ripped you, off yeah. in a water fight. You lost Ramrod one day. Yeah, I just looked up one day, and I don't. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I have a black Easy Go 2004 <laughs> model. Uh, 36 volt. And, um, Slick one owner. As I have torn it up over time, I've peeled more stuff off my rep trucks and stuck it on the side to kind of gussy it up a little bit. And we looked up during the great water fight of, I think, 20. And yep. it was missing. And all the friendlies were standing around that usually help themselves to it. I mean, Hambone was standing by me. Rumford was standing by me. Smash was standing by me. Mathis isn't here. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, anyway, it come back and the roof was gone. And, um. It was a pretty sad situation. Ramrod had lost his dignity. Mm-hmm. So, it got ramrodded. Ramrodded. <laughs> it got treated like a naughty girl in Sykeston. I heard him say, to put it shortly, it had been to Sykeston. <laughs> Her top was gone. <laughs> um, yeah, the water fight. That people don't. You can't understand this water fight. Like it. No. I. I'm seriously gonna try to bail out on it. I just drove back from putting some clothes in the washing machine up there at the old. Um, contestant hospitality and they were unloading a humvee over here and <laughs> greasing the hubs on a few things over at the over at the old um uh, what do y'all call that area j webb over there more parking okay the dead sin sin den yeah <laughs> like vince hilton's van uh, where dreams go to die oh my gosh 
Uh, yeah, the, I, me and Hambo, we've avoided it a little bit. Like, because when you get hit with those water balloons, they have these water balloon launchers that it can hit you at like 160. Like, it'll knock the wind out. Have you ever been hit by a water Randy, think about this. A water balloon hitting you in the ass so hard to make you pee. Oh, that just doesn't sound like a pleasant thought, man. No, and the one guy that the, drives the Hummer is the crazy guy that used to taser himself. Dude, he's out here still. He, I know. He had the cops pepper spray him on purpose yesterday yeah, after he, the production meeting. He told him on that like he's a badge of honor. And Hambo's like, hey, the taser guy. He's like, no, actually, I switched. I'm letting him pepper spray me now. Hey, oh. I, I thought he was full of shit, but I noticed he was wearing a different T-shirt. And his eyes looked worse than yours did at that meeting yesterday. Well, you, <laughs> you know, look like you were on your last leg, buddy. You, you know what yesterday? I mean? Oh, bad. You know how many wires you got to have loose for the military to kick you out? <laughs> they take anybody. Did you see what his T-shirt said, though? The crazy taser guy? It said, I heard what you would do for a Klondike bar. Call me. Hey, after the pepper spray, the one he was wearing was a silhouette of like a little flat bottom John boat with a donkey in it, and it said motorboat and ass. <laughs> I saw that one. Where where they just sell these here? Where yeah, is that a Sykeston thing? Because you can't buy t-shirts. Should, should we record? No, and we can't. I was going to say, should we record in the reefer party today? Hey, about three o'clock. It'd be too you, loud. You boys, be, be sure you're available. <laughs> hey, tell them your idea for the Sykeston t-shirt. I like that one quite Which a bit. Which one? The, I went to Sykeston and all. Oh, <laughs> I went to the Sykeston JC's Boot Hill Rodeo and all I got was pregnant. <laughs> uh, that's not the first one you rolled out. You're like, uh, I went to Sykeston JC Boot Hill Rodeo and all I lost was my virginity. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's there's virginities I, out here everywhere. I love their new their their t-shirt this year. It's a marble red box it says, instead of marbles. It says Sykeston on it. <laughs> It's, it's the makes, most Sykeston shirt I've ever seen. You know what's funny, though? Like, if you get up, and not that it's funny, but if you get up around 6.15, maybe 7 o'clock, I got up, and uh, I just kind of looked out the door, and you see all the people moseying to their vehicles. It looks like the Walking Dead show. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're out there. Well, they like were not leaving last night, though, either. I mean, no, it was, they, it was, they had set up shop. They were there. just, they were tailgating back at their cars at, you know, 1 in the morning. It was this. It was just when people walking on both sides of the campers. God knows what was happening on the other side of the trees. Well, we only had one domestic disturbance out here, and it really didn't even amount to anything. Yeah, we um, didn't have a nothing, guy, will, nothing like a guy going. I'm a I'm JC. A <laughs> yeah, it's good. Just because they shut down the beer tent, don't mean the party's over here. No, they just go back to the cars yeah. and drink their own beer. Exactly. You know, um, at Woodward a couple years ago, Woodward is not. Quite a big a party, but there is a lot of people that party in the grass after. We try, man. That's our that's kind of our unofficial motto. Is we may not be the biggest rodeo, but we try to be the funnest. And uh, me and Bronco Rumford, we go out there to feed that morning, six o'clock in the morning. Nice, beautiful Woodward morning is only one hundred and three at six a.m. ninety five percent humidity. We look out in the bucking horse pen, and there's a lady, Austin Cedar too, in a negligee nightgown. At Woodward? At Woodward. And she's got in her hand a gallon bottle of Crown Royal, half empty. Oh. She's yeah. covered in tattoos, and she's smoking a cigarette. And my dad says, well, you know her intentions. I'm like, oh, my God, she's got to get out of that pen before Benny gets here. Here comes Benny. Wheeling in, I'm like, he's going to chew her ass. And I'm like. 
Betty, what about that? I said, I'm going to go tell her to get her. Oh, she ain't hurt nothing. <laughs> yeah, Begging, just leave her be. She's fine. She's walking around. <laughs> Hell, she's going to pet on them horses and have them good and calm down for the rodeo, all right? So there she was. I mean, she was not, she was in la-la land. <laughs> and, I mean, she was, okay, if I could describe her like a vehicle, it'd be, she looked like a, like a, like you see this beautiful truck. And, I mean, this thing is loaded. Like cattle wagon. No, like pickup. Okay. Brand, looks like a brand new pickup, but you get closer and one of the hubcaps is missing. It's got some scratches. And you're like, yeah, man, it's still, I drive it. And you get in and you turn the key on. It's got 1.3 million miles on it. <laughs> and cigarette burns in the seats. A dead cat in the back. I never get in. No. <laughs> Rump, what's I bad is. to be in Woodward that weekend. <laughs> What's bad is I'm 95% positive the lady that you saw is actually the alcohol counselor that taught my last DUI school. No joke. Yeah, I, I kid you not. She is a nutty, nutty woman, but sweetheart, but nutty. <laughs> and a hell of a cook. Well, she she teaches the DUI school, but she is not afraid to take a pool. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you got to know before you go, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I've never. Teach by example. Knock on wood. Never had to deal with that. No. So, uh. Randy, uh, Rump was telling me you, you got longhorns. You hauled a bunch of longhorns That's a lot of places. That's my rodeo trail claim to fame. As I help Wes and Cody Sander uh, slash O Ranch in Woodward, and we haul longhorn steers all over the country to rodeos, parades, western festivals. The current model Dodge pickup that is out, they took those steers to Detroit, Michigan back in early 2000s to debut that truck when it was still a, uh, a concept model. Huh. So... Lots of good stories come with that. We've met a bunch of great people. I mean, I, I'd know where Greeley was, but I've been going up there for 16 straight years. and I mean, I've got more friends in Greeley than some people that live there, I think. It's it's a good gig, and it's a fun one. Because you guys take a shitload of them, too. It ain't just like a few. Yeah, we end up with, we'll take about 21 head up to Greeley for the first week and a half of it, and we'll end up with another truckload from Oklahoma, and we keep 10 head up at Estes Park year-round. So we'll have 50 head for the 4th of July parade. and Actually, last weekend we had 110 head of them in Dodge City, five truckloads. We need to get you in the, the rodeo there because Rump and I do the SS Park Rodeo. Man, we've gone up there and looked at that, and I, it'd be great. I just don't know where they would keep us up there. We, yeah, there's not take a lot up of some real space. estate. Not a lot of pen space. But if they cleared out one of those little 4-H loping pens and, pins is, and put some panels up, we'd be great. Perfect. Wasn't one of the guys helping you was, a, was at Woodward the year and – he slept. He was sleeping on the back of his pickup, and I don't mean like in a tent or yeah, on a horse blanket. Yeah, he was just sleeping in the back of his pickup. We said, "How was you, how was your evening? Did you get you an old gal?" And he goes, "Yep." And he pulled her underwear out of his pocket. Yeah, it looked like he was pulling a damn fifty-gallon hefty sack. Ooh, <laughs> I, it was so. It was like on that movie. Uh, what is that? It was like she uh, gave me her underwear. Uh, 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 road trip. <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, the little white guy. <laughs> Does that guy still help you? He still helps us. He's. He's good help, but I'm not going to name names, but he has got no shame whatsoever. I mean, none. He doesn't call any? No. he. It's in, 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 in. There's no buys it's, down that alleyway. It's like on a on Lonesome Dove when they go to that place and he says, Gents, that must mean us. I met a nice whore the other night. Her name was Buffalo Heifer. That is him 100%. I kid you not. he thump his old hat and walk right in with his chest puffed out. Come on, big girl. <laughs> You're going with me. So I drive a one-ton truck for a reason. Oh, God. <laughs> Were you like, uh, have you ever had a, a Rumford experience where 
You lose the longhorn steers and, and ours were coronated, so that don't count. <laughs> yes, we've had that happen. Not not recently, but if they got a bad attitude, we don't keep them around very long. We had to rope one at Elk City after the parade, and he didn't even get hauled back to the arena. We took his ass straight to the sale barn. But yeah, we've had. Oh God, we were in Bowie, Texas, for just a parade. They didn't have a rodeo, and I mean straight runoff. We had a, one truckload, so twenty. 21 head of steers and some local gunsel i've got to stay away from the f word some gunsel ass lets his horse get his head down and takes off bucking right through the middle of the steers and it's me and one old man from Bowie that he's the banker down there so not much of a cowboy we're the only two in front of him and i mean i bailed off in the bar ditch and my horse they were out running me and my horse and we were full tilt and we finally got to the bottom of the hill about a half mile later and got them shut down. We we sent them down a dirt road either direction. It Damn. was it was wild. <laughs> hey, well that's I mean that's not really that big a deal. I mean we are, we had ours in parking garages. So. <laughs> I, I know you guys like a good Benny story. I do. So yes, a Longhorn and Benny story. We take them to Greeley, Colorado every year, obviously, and. Have you ever been to the Rio Grande Mexican restaurant in Greeley? No, I haven't. This place makes the stoutest margaritas on the planet. Like, they come out in a little champagne-looking glass, not a big goblet, and they limit you to three. Like, doesn't matter if it's you or a 90-pound white girl. Three of them. And three of them will get you where you want to be. But over the years, we figured out how to get six. You sit down, eat three with your lunch, close your tab at the table, then walk up to the bar, and you can get three more. Six of these things are deadly. So anyway, short story long, Wes Sander and Benny Butler do the six margarita trick at lunch one day. <laughs> and we have a five or sorry, a six o'clock parade through the park every night of Greeley Rodeo. I mean, rain, snow, sleet, mosquitoes, doesn't matter. These two are drunker than dog shit by the time six o'clock rolls around. <clears throat> and instead of rolling like 10 or 12 steers out for this daily parade through the park. I mean, we go right down the middle of the carnival midway. They roll out all 50 of them, and Wes and Benny are in the back with bullwhips. I mean, they're hitting themselves, they're hitting their horses, they're hitting each other. I don't know how we didn't kill innocent women and children that day. It was, it was a rodeo for sure. We were up front, we're like, those drunk dumbasses. No. I mean, they, they usually say that about us when we're at the back doing it, but. Oh, it was a train wreck, man. It was good. When Benny gets out the bullwhip, shit happens. Yeah. So like, oh. That was one of those nights he's like, call me one of them Ubers to get me back to the hotel. I don't, I don't, I ain't going to make it. A Uber? A Uber. Uber. See, you got an Uber, see, you get it, and you call, see, the guy, the guy shows up, it's not a taxi, see, he shows up, see, you get in, see, you don't pay, see, you get it, see. That's pretty good. It's a damn good thing. They did not stick him in an Uber because you know the guy driving it would not have been a Caucasian, and that probably wouldn't have gone over. He wouldn't have been well. able to talk to good old Ben. Oh, no. How's that Parliament uh, cigarette? Ooh, Parliament they, Funkadelic over they here. They are tasty, man. I We rolled into Love's coming in, well, I guess technically yesterday morning, about 2.30 in the, in the nighttime, and the Love's just happened to have a pack of Parliaments, and I hadn't seen them in a long time. Good stuff. How much is a pack of Parliament cigarettes? I think they're still about five bucks. They've not gone up with inflation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shitsky. What? What's the matter? What's up with that? 
Somebody was that the old Nokia that. ring? Yes. Yeah. People know me when I'm coming. Is that Mathis calling you? <laughs> no, it's Will. <laughs> can you can you please give us just a little Mike Mathis? Why? Because your Mike Mathis there is the is best. Right we talk about announcers. We try to do their voices all the time, but nobody can Mike Mathis like you. No, no. I really don't even know what we would want to talk about. <laughs> Tell them about the time at Fort Smith and the storm. <laughs> Okay, so this isn't even impersonating. So, yeah, it's so just a story. It's not really. I'm trying to think about why you didn't have the trailer there. Uh, Something to do with the hub had caught yeah. on fire because he hadn't greased it. The trailer's in '09, so the last time it was greased was '08 when it was put together. When, when Randy Bloomer watched it sail away off to Fort Travel, and um, the uh, so we get to Fort Smith, and Fort Smith, of course, is a little different situation the dodge dealer there takes excellent care of us and he also has an rv store and um so he hooked mike up with a uh with a big old fifth wheel rv nice deal um and we did the old bumping of the awnings there you used to make the end of it up before you quit coming just just the tips right (laughs) and uh yeah the uh the (laughs) the uh so the way the awning on that deal worked was like I have a two-step awning on my trailer like most people do that just folds in. This was one of these new kind that came out in a scissor-type fashion, if you will. <laughs> and uh, it, the arm went down to the bottom of the trailer as the awning retracted. And um, so anyway, I had the old golf cart parked out there for his leisure um, by the door. And middle of the night, big, big, you know, red thunderclap cells come up the old radar across there trailer starts shaking what have you and um my trailer's flapping my brother's with me for some reason he rolls my he gets up off the couch and rolls my awning in and <laughs> the weather's starting to really hit the intenseness of its fury out there you know we're at the height of this deal such a wordsmith stuff right? stuff's flapping Everything's creaking. The microwave's getting ready to fall out of the deal <laughs> like I'm driving through Memphis. And, you know, all of a sudden you're, hey! <laughs> I'll whoop the door open. And Shan, who everybody knows is responsible for keeping Mike in good shape, is trying to roll in this electronic awning, which they don't have. So this was new to them. And what it was doing was it was bottoming out on the roof of my golf cart. (laughs) So the awning wouldn't go in any further than like, I don't know, 20% of the way maybe. And she'd roll it all the way back and all the way in and all the way out and all the way in. And now all of a sudden, I mean, I'm looking out my gooseneck window. And now she's out in the rain. This is when I got up. And this 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 is just a sample of how all their stuff goes. God bless that woman. Um, she is now soaking wet, and all her clothes are soaking wet. It's raining. The door is uh, the entry door to the RV is um, flapping open and closed. The awning still won't go in. All the way. I go the golf cart, the golf cart. <laughs> You're yelling from the she's, nose. She's that. I'm going. Will tell him the golf. And yeah, she doesn't know where it's she, coming she from. She gets out because the golf cart's blind. And she gets out and moves the golf cart in the pouring down rain. The door to the RV swings open. All this is going on. Everybody's screaming. Wind's blowing 55 miles an hour. Bobby the dog is barking. And he is standing at the counter. And boxers eating cheeses. Just elbow deep in a box of cheeses. 
And I mean, you get all done, and I, and I go, God, oh, she's got mighty. We get all this done. <laughs> it takes a lot of staff to keep me on the road. <laughs> if y'all forgive me, I need to get back to bed. Shan, you are all wet. <laughs> That is one of the best ones ever. It was. It was because I, I had the old, I think it was an XLR, one of the big campers, and I'm in the window, like, watching this dying laughing because he's yelling out his camper. I, he's yelling out the window. Yeah. And Will's the, the door. voice of God because she couldn't see you. And then the and golf Shan's running around trying to get this in, and Mathis in the doorway, pot belly and all. Cheese it. Ah. Just eating. Oh my God! It was so freaking hilarious. <laughs> That's what makes Fort Smith special. Yep. Yep. Or you give him a, a gigantic gallon of white wine. <laughs> send him on his way. They yeah. did. He went up to they went up to tear down his booth one night. He had this Whitney had this wine, and she had like a glass out of it, and so it was going to go to waste or whatever. So I told Mathis, he's like, oh, I'll take it. <laughs> So I gave it, and that bottle was empty by the time they got back 20 minutes later. Oh, my. Oh, he was fired up. It's just we're a, gonna, few, a few opinions we're gonna, at that time. I'm gonna, and, and, then, and, the, <laughs> and then when we go into the rodeo and the, and the production, well, I'm going to come in there real quick and welcome them real quick. <laughs> hey, I'm going to ride in there real quick. I'm going to welcome them. <laughs> uh, it won't take long, so y'all be ready. And, you know, three and a half minutes later, I'm going <laughs> How, how's the cotton candy? What, oh, yeah, what's right. happening? Uh, yeah, it's funny. Yep, I forgot that. Uh, you know, more Swiss Army stuff. You know, he does. He's an excellent dirt guy, Jacob. And we'll also introduce I, you. I follow Jacob on Snapchat, so I see his dirt work. Can handle a rake. Yeah, we don't need to share all this with everybody he over is, here now. Though, he people. is for hire. For hire. It worked the concession stand. No, I've never done the concession. Well, Lufkin. I guess we yeah. can count that. So, yeah. so yes, we yeah. can count that as concession worthy. The, the concession stands where you go in after the rodeo and just make your own hot dog or hamburger or whatever contraptions well, in there. Were you at Lufkin when the guy got knocked out? Oh, at, yeah. No, he's he, yeah. He, he was laying over there like like a dead guy on Family Guy, you know, with the arm behind. The he head. was. Were you were you there the year that Maths's kid broke his pelvis? Uh-huh. That was my first year there. So tell that story. I mean, I, I really wasn't part of it, so, part of it back then. The story I, I announced I, it with your brother. Because Rumford walked into this deal, I'm just before you get to that, he walked into this deal cold last year and goes, what is this? I, he, I've told him about the Midnight <laughs> Rodeo. <laughs> well, the, the reason was because this guy, I started announcing, and uh, this guy, he was plenty deep, and he goes, I'm going to ride a horse. And uh, his friend said, your wife told you not to. I don't give a shit what she said. I'm gonna ride a goddamn horse. So, uh, water oh, tractor, water tractor, Marshall. <laughs> so anyhow, Cody Kid gets him a horse, right? And he gets on this horse, and he's gonna chase these steers around the arena. Well, this guy don't know how to ride, so he takes after the steer. Well, the steer cuts to the left. The horse follows him, and he goes straight and knocks himself out. <laughs> and all his buddies are like, "Oh, sh- he's fine." <laughs> like it, I thought it killed him. Put him in the truck, and they said. Well, go get his wife because he was staying in a camper outside there. They're like, don't go get her. He's going to get in trouble. I'm like, 
<laughs> Should we get an ambulance? No, just don't say shit. He's gonna, his wife's gonna kick his ass. And so they, I mean, he just kind of laid there for a while. Then all of a sudden, one of his friends is like, I'm gonna get her wife. I'm like, oh shit. Then all of a sudden, about three minutes later, he's kind of coming too. And here comes his wife. She <laughs> is loaded for bear. Pissed. <laughs> I mean, he's about to die, and she is MFing him <laughs> up and down, telling him how stupid he is. And, like, his arm wouldn't work, and <laughs> his eyes were crossed. The best part about Lufkin is you can't, it's not like, you know, go to some of these, you know, you go to some rodeo somewhere, you know, in the armpit of West Texas. I'm going to go, who is it? Oh, that's some idiot that hangs outside the convenience store. Well, who is that right there laying on the ground? Lufkin dead from the, oh, he uh, he manages all the, um. Investments and uh, yeah. is the bank president over at, at Morgan Stanley. So um, he handles my portfolio. Or the, or the little skinny guy that has he's had to blow into his truck to get it to start for the last decade. He's like a huge insurance guy. Well, the uh, well, see the Lions Club, the the Lions Clubs put it on so they don't sell beer in Lufkin. However, everybody's it is, every, it is everybody there somehow finds a way to get just completely hammered drunk. Well, like Elk City. Yeah, yes, exactly, exactly. Well, and Rumford, all he wanted to do was say pussy on the microphone. Oh, and he did. He goes, can I say anything? He just grabs the microphone and just says it over and over and over and over and over. What? <laughs> say the, I'm not going to, I can't say it on the pussy, air. Pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> no, the guy got, well, they were fighting a bull and uh a little small. They bring in their own livestock for the midnight rodeo. Yeah, it's a separate contracting deal. Yeah. So they're they're fighting. Stace this. got tired of replacing bulldog and steers. <laughs> this steer is chasing this guy, and while this guy's turning around running, he gets run over by another guy on a horse. Oh shit! And he starts kind of crying, like weeping. This is a grown man. Like he's. Like, <laughs> I mean, he got hit pretty hard, but I go, "Hey, you're a pussy, pussy, pussy." <laughs> so. Speaking of that, the story, this has been a long, I mean, probably 10 years ago at least. Um, Math is a son who's a, a very successful. One of the leading plaintiff's attorneys in East Texas. Yeah, yes. very successful attorney. However. Very, he's a great guy, very sharp. Well, anyway, so they're doing the old buddy barrel pickup. Oh, boy. So those of you who don't know, you have your partner is at the far end of the arena standing on top of a barrel. And you have to run down. It's a timed event. You run down on horseback. They jump on the back of the horse, and then you come back to the other end where the time is stopped. That's the Buddy Barrel pickup. Well, there's this gal there who's got ginormous boobs. She's been there forever, carries American flag. You good, know, Good Christian woman, I'm her, sure. Her yeah. name is uh, Sandy. Okay, whatever. It is. Really? I, I, don't I think, remember. I don't think it is. But anyway, huge her, boobs. Have to look her up. And uh, <laughs> so, and... And uh, what's his what's his name? Uh, Kirk. Kirk. God yeah. damn. I was just want to say Kent, but Kirk. So Kirk gets on. You know, he's riding his horse, and he goes down, picks her up. She jumps on the back, and I mean, he 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 rounds this barrel like he's Sherry freaking Servi at the NFR. <laughs> so she jumps on the back, and she's barely got a hold of the back of the saddle, and she's bouncing around. Well, we they get and he's bouncing around. They get to the end of the the arena, and that horse ducks out. <laughs> And wham, they hit the buck and shoots. Laying there. Everybody goes to this girl. <laughs> Nobody's going to Kirk. I think and she Mathis needs mouth to mouth. Mathis has got a microphone in the stands because he's announcing the, uh, the the midnight rodeo. And after about two minutes, everybody's around that big titty girl. And he goes, 
Is anybody gonna tend to my baby? <laughs> he had a broken pelvis. Yeah, uh, broke his pelvis. He hit the second rail of that of old prefort number two and just <laughs> oozed down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The old steel doesn't bend. Go on now. You're gonna get tangled up my cords. Hey, beagle dog. Whatever. Yeah. What kind of cross is that? Uh, it's looking like it wants to take a shit in your yard. Jacob. That's the old Missouri cross, right? Yeah. There. That's a Heinz five seven in Oklahoma. Yeah. So that's anyway, a damn fine that's, dog. That's uh. <laughs> is anybody gonna tend to my baby? He called him his baby. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. This year we upgraded the East Concession Stand to high definition television. Oh. Which is something we have been working on previously, and then um, we also put a PA system in there. Oh, yeah, because they thump it out. Which worked out really well until we were knee-deep in the most patriotic, beautiful opening you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and you get Mathis, who's knee-deep in a prayer, and his who taught us to pray. <laughs> Number 81, your order's ready. Hey, you, you, not you. I'm talking to her. <laughs> You could hear him during the oh, opening. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. That's outstanding. The, oh, oh, God. I the, later going the, on. the later in the night that the Lions Club make burgers, the more rare they get. Oh, right? man. If you get a if you get a burger during the board eye and you're just eating blood, dude. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> Mathis, have you got a chance to really hang out with him? Not really. He's freaking hilarious. He is. I just. I just giggle. That was the best thing about Fort Smith was hanging. Just him and I mean Jacob. They just. They're like brothers. They just nip at each other. But you know, but it was at uh, Lufkin though. Talking about openings, Stretch. Stretch was coming through going to Athens. Yes. Well, he wanted to light the pyro. Mm -hmm. So and this is Mathis' hometown. So I mean, he is Mister Rodeo. Yeah, Mathis turns into you know how everybody is rodeo personnel. You know they'll they'll meet with you know committees stuff, get in town, not being specific about anywhere, but you know ah this committee, you know they're so worried about this, they're so worried about that, you know whatever. Then the last week of April, <laughs> Mathis turns into that guy. Yep. Uh, I know the feeling. <laughs> I know and, the feeling. And uh, the uh, so everything must be perfect. So yeah, exactly. So we go in this opening, <clears throat> and he's. And Stretch is there on his way to Athens, like I said, and he wants to shoot Pyro off. And and uh, the Pyro pods are out there, and it's supposed to be, you know, folks, are you ready for some pro rodeo? And and just blare, you know, 20 seconds of hot, hot music and Pyro, 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 and then boom, we're done, and then on we go. So Matthew, Lofkin, are you ready for pro rodeo? And I hit this music, and it's blaring. <laughs> And no pyro. <laughs> and poor Stretch is over there beating the shit out of this this uh, trigger, system. trigger system. He should have got one of them he on like his cartoons. I can't describe it, but the, the, the disdain and the frustration. Pure hatred. And the pure, uh, that was on his face staring at poor Stretch. The best. It was uh, like that. We were at Jackson one time, and I don't know how the pyro stuff. Oh my god! He didn't have the key on. By didn't the have way. the key on. So he didn't, he didn't like have the, the fuse. He didn't have the key on at Jackson. So we hit the deal, and he's over there pushing all the little buttons. Nothing's happening, and I'm beginning to um, uh, not be as Christian as I was when we started the rodeo. <laughs> become and, visibly angered, and uh, I don't become visibly angered. The mm. shut up. The um, the. 
reaches over there and turns the key on, and everything went off simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> and then the pyro boards caught on fire <laughs> in the middle of the arena with unspent pyro on them. And Mathis is out there riding around, and he's on frog at the time, thank God. He's on frog who's, I guess, 17, 18 years old at the time, and just going on and on and on. <laughs> About the largest pro rodeo east of the Mississippi. Yeah. And it stands right over this walk board. Oh, God. I get in this ear and I go, move. <laughs> he's, had, he's had 18 open heart surgeries and got hurt in a, got hurt in a, in a, in a pro rodeo pyro problem. Yeah, oh. Standing over a giant Roman candle uh, horseback. And you know, Stretch, I know you're listening to this because yes. you don't miss a rump chat, so... He, he, oh, it was it was just hilarious. It was just so funny. So and stretch, poor, get felt, your shit together. No, I felt so bad <laughs> no. for him. Stretch is that guy that you can holler at, scream at, everything, and afterwards he's gonna walk up to you and go, "Hey, you can't. Are, are, are we gonna go eat? You can't find a much better I, guy than Stretch. One of the greatest humans on the planet. Maybe not the best pyro guy from what we've heard. Yeah, I went. <laughs> it was just so funny because. <laughs> Oh, he was so frustrated. And Mathis's face, I'll never forget it. <laughs> ah, well, I guess we'll go ahead and buck my racks. <laughs> he was so mad. Oh, God. And then the time the time uh, at Fort Smith where he got hooked off his horse. Yep, that, was that was terrible. My, that was my first year. I there. saw a video of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... And was that was that frog or that was frog back then? Yeah. yeah. And uh, oh, frog. Yeah. And just this bull just caught him. Yeah. And, and I, down him and that horse went, and it was a no shit moment. It was my very first year but, there, and I was actually training to be a world class ram rep at the time, and they sent me to train with him. And um, <laughs> the um, <laughs> he come off, and the, the YouTube videos you can find of it now are like from the backs of the shoots, and everybody's like, oh god. You know, and it was screaming and hollering. Shan run past his uh, cold, lifeless body to check yeah, on the horse. Yeah. And and the only thing you can hear is Denny Flynn going, ah! <laughs> you know. Yeah. It, that, you know, so like, it was like the, the big, the big titty gal in, in Lufkin. Um, it was, I that was you, like. I'm going to find out her name the, for you. That's what, that's what I, I was saying. I told I'm, you I'm to look her up. The, the, it was like, she was like the horse. Was in Fort. Everybody ran to the horse. Yeah, just Matt. like that. It's the only the only person to go to Mathis was Liesel. Liesel and John Chesery. <laughs> yeah. Two of the finest. And, and they're and they're both giggling too because uh. they they realized that Mathis is okay. And thank God the horse is okay. I mean, he popped back up and everybody was okay. So after you realize that everybody and everything is okay. Then you can yeah. start talking then shit. Then you start But Chesery always has great advice for people when they're laying in the arena. And it's like, you have to go die somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those those two were John like Chesary. young guns, too. They're looking at him like, mate, should we give him proper burial and start kicking dirt at him? <laughs> but, yeah, and, and Liesl just... Liesel just ease on up to my... Well, Liesel had time to relax after the Bedford camera repair <laughs> dance-off. That's something you don't hear much anymore. No. I need. I got a 35-millimeter camera that needs repair. Go oh. check out our friends at Bedford. You know, when, but when shit goes bad like that, sometimes <laughs> with pyro or anything in rodeo, it can be funny, as long as they're okay. Like, so the same guy, and he's a great guy, uh, the parachuter, he's also done it at Woodward, Bobby Reed. Bobby yep. Reed. Uh, oh, but Bobby Reed here last year at Sykeston <laughs> was one of four for landing in the arena. Yeah, oh, he no didn't shit. have a 
He didn't have a great did he ever track miss, record. Did yeah. he ever miss the arena at Woodward? He never missed it at Woodward. He missed it at Elk City last year. He ended up in the bank parking lot right next to the arena. Last year here, he ended up a mile oh, away. Yeah, and I oh, watched damn. it. Well, I was standing on the patio of the announcer stand here, or the whatever you call that little booth, and the um, my house. <laughs> Look, cast your eyes to the sky, and I mean, boy, it's just laying it on as he's supposed to be coming in, and all of a sudden you see this dot on the horizon <laughs> <laughs> fall into the crops ten yeah. miles out. <laughs> I mean, how do you do that? There, the wind don't blow here, and in Woodward, America. If the wind ain't blowing, you got to get right with God because something bad is coming by your way. So how did he hit the arena at Woodward? It was one of four from Syston. There was whipping around here that day. That's when he missed it. It was it He ended was, up in some people's backyard in a bean field, and they were sitting outside eating supper. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no shit. Hey, Martha, some man just fell from the sky. <laughs> How's your holy shit? There's an old man with an American flag parachute. Wow. He probably walked up to the back porch. Man, I screwed that up. Can I get a beer? Does, but doesn't it Woodward they land the parachuter in the arena with Longhorns? No, we've never done that. They but, get the soccer team out there and they catch his flag oh, so then, they touch the ground. Then they bring in the Longhorns. Yeah, then we bring the steers in right directly after him. I seen a guy at Auburn, California miss the arena and break his legs. Ooh. It was pretty gnarly. Not one, but both. Mm. Oof. Is there a is there still uh, rodeo parachuters? Because Kent Lane retired. Did he really? I think Bobby Reed retired. Yeah, this was his. But this was Bobby's last year. Oh, was it? Did he well, do it this summer? He did. He did. They had it at Ogden. I know that because when Will went up there, he was um, had to come well, up with something for it. Um, yeah, and then there's a guy from Weatherford, uh, Dana. Oh, the Dana guy with no, no legs. legs. He was double paraplegic. No legs really? and he jumped out of an airplane? Yeah, he was. Uh, he's, he's just a, tempting fate at this he's point, He's a G.I. Joe bad yeah, son he, of a he, bitch. He, really. He's the first double paraplegic to re-enlist in the United States Army. Hit a guy, hit his partner. They were on uh, uh, their, the Army parachute team, whatever you call it, dive team. And they were training and doing some fast crossing. And his partner and him hit. Oh, damn. And it took his legs, killed his partner. Then he re-enlisted. And then he yeah, re-enlisted. So basically what you're telling me is this guy's got no legs and you still don't want to F with him? No. He's a, he's a, I wouldn't. It's, it's pretty amazing. But he, he does it. Um, and I'm sure there's other guys. But uh, So, yeah, so if you uh, want to get your specialty act card. There you go. Learn how to skydive. Well, you know what? I felt like the biggest douche ever. So I didn't know that he didn't have two legs. And so Never mind. we go to the production meeting. And I'm sitting, you know, kind of by him, first performance there. And uh, I just come from somewhere, and there's a tractor. (laughs) We just got mooned by Marshall, the tractor driver. You can see his balls. (laughs) Told you, that's twice. We've got got one more trip. Why are you still looking? (laughs) But anyhow, so my neck was pretty sore from getting hit in the barrel, so I'm sitting by this guy talking about how sore I am from getting hit in the barrel. and So he's asking me, I'm like, yeah, it hurts sometimes, but, you know, I just try to push through and this and that. I'm talking about my neck, and then the meeting gets over, and I look up, and he's he's got no legs. Like, yeah, some, I just walk on, it off, you know. He's walking like he's got the, the, the prosthetics. Yeah. And he walks off, I'm like, I <laughs> suck. Damn, man. But this dude was a cool son of a bitch. He's, you know, hard-ass marine you know deal 
Yeah, I mean, but there there's not a lot. That Kent Lane that did the parachuting for Flying U, he could land on top of Webster's trailer. Like, this guy was phenomenal. If you get a chance, look it up. YouTube Kent Lane. Freaking unbelievable. Uh, he's from California. He trained all the people at Camp Pendleton. And so, you know, Flying U, Flying U Rodeos. We, that little military base out there? Yeah, yeah, Camp Pendleton. But, you know, Flying U is, uh, does a lot of... Uh, of stuff like that, you know, like like you guys do too with motorcycle jumpers, parachuters, bullfights, you know, stuff like that. Like, I don't know. You know, a true story about Camp Pendleton where I'm going to go here in two weeks, uh, Rancho Mission Viejo. Oh, Rodeo, yeah, San Juan. San Juan Capistrano. The family that still owns that uh, used to own like 200,000 acres of Southern California. And they gave the government the land for camp pendleton i'll be damned for tax breaks and all that stuff yeah they're okay they're doing <laughs> they're, fine. they're doing, all right. doing fine you imagine yeah, that? if you're giving away two hundred thousand acres i don't think you got a whole lot of worries the in only life. the only red county in in uh southern Calif- uh, california san juan san juan well whatever i don't know what county that is but yeah wherever san juan's in interesting it's awesome Watch Hachi. Watch Hachi. That's Charlie Tutal was in the barrel there a long time ago, and I wasn't even doing music there. I just was help went out and because it's kind of a flying U slash survey conglomerate. Conglomerate. Um, and then Charlie, I'm running down to the other end because they have two sets of bucking shoots and two sets of roping shoots on each end. It's it's set up on a polo field, and one side's a big tent, and there's three levels. Did they leave it grass? No, they put dirt on oh. it. But um. There's three levels and tables, and like it's like, ten grand a table for the first level, then seventy five hundred, then five thousand, and it's white tablecloths with real plates and real silverware, and like fine dining. It's not pulled pork sandwiches and made rice. <laughs> Help yourself out to the pulled pork. <laughs> it's it's not our kind of folks, is what you're getting at. And it's just, well, it's just amazing. Isn't it like lobster and stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, it's high on and you guys open never bar. have lobster at Woodward. No, well. Yeah, we don't sell tables for ten grand. It wouldn't yeah. either. And and, they, and Tallman and I are right in the middle of the tent, and Bob Feist is out on a horseback. And I don't know if Bob's still announcing it or not this year. I can't. Remember. But anyway, but the other side's the grandstands for the general public. Well, Tallman, <laughs> for those of us who really know him, and I'm looking to my right at these bucking shoots where we're bucking out or of to the window, if you will. Yeah, to the window, to the window, not the wall, not the wall side. Just and all of a sudden, I turn to go tell him something. I go, "Hey, Bob," and I turn, and he is gone. <laughs> He is 13 tables down going, oh, I see you brought your daughter to the rodeo. And it's some guy and his wife, you know. Oh, Ooh. There's, there's my lawn man. He need a lawn done. He's <laughs> walking around like, Bob, come back. And Bob Feist, who's just as lost on, on horseback. It's, it's a hoot. Anyway, sorry, I don't know how we got on that, but <laughs> I'm rabbit hole, man. I'm excited because it's it's one of those rodeos we haven't been to in two years. Yeah, so yeah, because they back. they, you know, the COVID deal is pretty, which just now is you know some of the fairs in California are just getting ready. You know, uh, flying you this weekend there at Ventura, I believe, right yeah. on the beach. Five rodeos on the beach, so I mean it's kind of like that here, kind of beachy. Yeah. Just let's, beautiful weather. The, the beaches of Sykeston. Let's get Justin on for a minute. Come on in. Come on in. Randy, thank you. Come on in. The whiskey's fine. 
Yeah, thank you, Randy Hughes. Gentlemen, thanks for having me. Well, yeah, buddy. Don't go far. Keep your yeah, parliaments. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not getting too far away from the ice chest, boys. <laughs> this is uh, Justin Wibbemeyer, a uh, former general chairman of the rodeo committee here, uh, former U.S. smokeless tobacco com- compadre of mine, um, bullfighter, uh, arena now now as head of uh, the dirt, kind of took that over from uh, Matt Matthews. Tamer of Tigers, pretty good with a slingshot. I want to announce your rodeo. The grandest tiger in the jungle. There goes Matt Matthews right there. So, anyway, how how is Sykeston going? Oh, not too on bad. your end. On your end. On my end. Oh, everything's going great. We're low to mid level employees. You are upper management. No, 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 no. no. I, I was there long ten, twelve years ago. Was when I was the the main guy here, but not anymore. So, kind of for our listeners, because we always talk about how young the guys are. It's, Kind of go through how things are set up, the JCs, and you can't be forty and all that stuff. Yeah, you you know when you the the JCs are all over the United States, uh, and their age limit is eighteen uh, to join those. But since we have a, a liquor license, and years ago there was some eighteen year olds who would come out here and help and partake in the booze, we decided we were going to make it twenty one uh, just to protect ourselves and all of that. Uh, really, we just, it's a bunch of guys who don't get paid to do nothing. And it actually cost me more money to be a JC this week <laughs> yeah. uh, than it would to just buy a ticket and come watch it. Uh, but we all take pride in it. Uh, you know, a lot of it is we're kind of like the born to buck program. We're all bred into this. Uh, yeah. A lot of people, they, they kind of get crazy. I had to do a, a speech one time in Omaha at the art meetings about how to get young people involved in rodeo because you don't you go to a lot of these committee meetings and stuff you don't see a lot of young guys Mm-mm. still there it's the older guys who are still doing it and uh our biggest deal is we feed them a lot of natural light well let me bail here. in here real quick seriously and i i've got a theory on that and i i could be wrong but you know here's the thing i think there's not a lot of younger guys at, on the rodeo committees because the older guys are such assholes, they run off the, my God, we ain't doing that shit. Yeah, we ain't no. never done that. God damn it, we ain't going to do it. <laughs> Trust me. And, and, I mean, is that right, everybody? I mean, yeah. it's, it's 100% right. And I, I and don't mean to talk shit on old men, okay? My dad's 103, okay? Well, <laughs> it does happen like that, you know? I mean, closer to home, you know, just you know, Sydney was was like that. There, there was that old regime where they never asked anybody felt they had to do it all themselves. You know, and then it's not until just recently, like the sign crew, Joel and all them guys, you know, he's starting to get some young blood. And 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 guys like Dave Magel are like, God, this is great. Because one time I was back, I had the week off before Sydney, so I went back early to be home. And, hell, we just drove around. on. It, it was a simple job to put the sign up, but there was 15 of us on this trailer because <laughs> we were drinking beer. But that's you're right. Yeah. you got to make it fun for these guys. Now, there's that fine line, but I'll tell you what impresses me. Like, there's, they've had some power issues or whatever. They're on it. It don't matter if it's 8 in the morning and they got to bed two hours before. They're going to get up and get on it. They get shit done around here, but they party their asses off. But everybody gets up from what I see. Oh, yeah. That everybody, except when I go to leave and I need a telehandler driver on <laughs> Sunday, it's yeah. hard to find people. Sunday is the day of death. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we start going hard. Well, we, we kind of never really stop, but everybody takes Sunday as that one day of 365 to rest uh but yeah i mean that that's kind of our deal you know if if you don't want to come out here and work hard we really got no use for you uh you know we don't try to be dicks and 
and run you out of here and say, no, you can't be a member, but if you're just going to come out here and walk around and drink beer and not help do anything. You get called out. Yeah, we, we will. I mean, uh, if you want the truth, go talk to Eastwood or Blake. Uh, they're not scared to tell you the no, truth. Not uh, one bit. But, you know, getting back to being older and stuff like that, you know, when I first joined, I looked at all those old guys scared to death to bring any kind of idea because, you know, it's the wheel's been turning this way for so long. We're not changing shit. And we made some changes. They didn't like it, but it actually worked. Now that I'm an older guy, because once you hit 40 in our club, you get what they call exhausted. Basically, you don't have to pay your dues anymore, and you still get to vote. And uh, you can't sit on a board or chair anything anymore. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an award for all your service, because not everybody gets that. Um, you know, you have to have dedicated your time to the club, to the rodeo, to, for them, and then it's, you're voted on. Uh, the club has a board within itself, and they all meet, and they talk about who's up for it, and then they vote for it. So not everybody makes it. Yeah. Uh, I was fortunate enough to make it. Uh, some of my buddies, my dad, uh, you know, all those guys were. But we can't give up the dream, so to speak. That's why we're still out here uh, once we hit 40. Some guys walk away from it. You know, they've been out here since they were 21, and they walk away, and that's fine. Uh, but a lot of us, we still want to be involved. We want to keep making sure this rodeo keeps going and so, on. So that meeting yesterday that I went to, everybody in that room, was that all JCs? Uh, yes. I mean, except for like the cops and stuff. Yes. But that, that is all JCs. So that, that meeting was pretty cool. Because, I mean, it was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like boys club. Like, everybody shut your damn mouths. And, like, oh, it yeah. was cool. And then the guy that I can't talk about the uh, motivational speech, mm. uh, it was pretty. Even for Rump Chat, it was even I'm going, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Western. like you guys, you you have fun, but you also talk shit to each other, and and I hit you in the nuts the other night. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I was just trying to be a JC. Uh, it happens, you know. You well, might. I got him in trouble. He was standing by the gate, and he was supposed to open the gate, and I started dancing in front of him. I was serving him. And he didn't open the gate, and Boyd's, open the gate. Send in the flag girl now. <laughs> Even my boss and Angelo <laughs> text me, send in the flags. Because he was, you know, because Boyd, just, just well, he was, he was giving Boyd a hard time, because send in the flags. Well, but I tell you, and, and Whip last year got on uh, uh, with Justin McKee on the Cowboy Channel, because this was a lake in the morning. Oh, yes. Yeah, we, we got rain. Uh, like it was a lake. Six inches of rain in four hours. So what they do is they, they in the corner, they dig it out, and they got to drain. So, you know, it, they drain it off as much as they can. But that night, the arena was in perfect condition. I don't know how you did it. And there was no helicopter here. No. Uh, we, we just got lucky. The good thing is there's a lot of sand, so it soaks it up. And then we had the fire department, our local municipality, uh, just blowing out all the drain lines, digging out all the sand. And once you can get the water flowing, it takes no time. It, it was a lake out here uh, Tuesday night. Yeah, it uh, rained. Yeah, it rained uh, three inches here on Tuesday. And then by Wednesday, it was perfect. Which is good because my rig was dirty from Sydney. Yeah, it's <laughs> dusty. But, I mean, like the just the facilities, the sports medicine room here is awesome. It's got catered food. It's got couches. It's got four different bathrooms with four different private showers and a laundry room. That's pretty badass. You know, we, we like to pride ourselves on trying to be the best of the best. We're obviously, we don't bring in the sponsor money like Cheyenne, Pendleton, you know, those huge rodeos. But 
if we go somewhere or if we see something that would make us stand out and be bigger and better, that's what we want. Which that's like you guys, what any rodeo committee wants. You know, you Absolutely. want you want everybody saying, you know, hey, we're going to Sykeston because they're badass. They got the best facility. They got the best this. Austin, come up here. Get on the mic for a minute here. I want to two committee. Well, actually, three if you count Hambone. Thanks, Jacob. So, yeah, you know why we uh, when you when you talk about like all the fun that these rodeos are. Welcome, Austin Thomas, Woodward Elks Rodeo. Hey, thanks for having me. Old buddy. Um, yeah. But, you know, like, even with, with both you guys, when you're thinking of your rodeos, obviously, you know, both are four perf rodeos. Uh, you guys have your dances after in Woodward. And, I mean, it's a party, but at the same time, you got to work your balls off. So, what would, between the two of you, like, for, because your rodeos are different than hand bones. Like, you know, San Angel Stock Show is way different well, which it doesn't make it and i hate when people say what's your favorite rodeo because how can you category there's too many categories of rodeo inside outside i mean you can't say this and you know but like what do you think for y'all uh the biggest in this day and age what's the hardest part of putting these four perf summer rodeos on uh i i don't know that there's really a hard part other than just the work you know and yeah. and, and he hit on it a minute ago and you were talking about the younger guys and getting them on. And I've actually been on my committee for uh, going on 20 years. Because the Elks is a, a club, too, but yeah. not the same as yeah. the JC's. Yeah. And, I mean, we, 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 we try to do good things in our community, whatever. But the work that goes into this, and I would be way better off to be like a corporate-level sponsor <laughs> yeah, th th than to be part of this because it costs it costs me so much, you know, and, and we don't get paid to do that. Just in time. Yeah. yeah. And beer. But but it's a celebration for for our community, and, and, you know, you guys go all over to lots of different rodeos, but or a rodeo all year long, and we're coming, like, to Sykeston because there's – they have things to add to our rodeo, and uh, so – Without that relationship, how how does our dynamics in Woodward's community and Sykeston's dynamics for their community what what can we change and do I, and yeah. learn and I to make that. the sport itself better? I love when rodeo committees go other places. Yes, you know, and not it, the NFR. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you see a lot of committees that won't go anywhere. So I like to see you know what, and you guys both do it good. Where you'll go to other rodeos, and I honestly feel like the other rodeos like to have the other people there oh yeah we love to show our shit off you know yeah. we, we went to fort madison iowa uh which i was there with in the back of the u.s smokeless yes, days you were. uh but Logging. to uh look at their new grandstand that they had built you know that because we wanted to build another section you know just about every rodeo you go to has a cattle barons you know the area over the bucket shoots for people to sit well we were maxed out at 123 seats so we wanted to add more of a high dollar seat for these people to sit in, well, you know, we didn't really know what to do. Hell, our arena's shaped like a baseball field. So we went to Fort Madison to look at the style of seating and stuff like that that they put in. Uh, and that's what I think helps rodeo committees out because we used to not do a lot of traveling. And they're you, coming down here tonight. Yeah. Fort Madison is. What about Bob? <laughs> uh, Good idea. But, you know, I think that's what's great for, along with the art committee because it's the, the rodeo committees getting together and figuring out what we can do to make the sport keep going and be better. Uh, you know, obviously you got to have the fans because if you don't have the fans, you don't have a rodeo. But if you don't have any contestants, you don't have a rodeo. So and and it's hard. You know, I mean, you guys, what do you add? 
12? 12 5 an event. 12 5? Mm-hmm. You know, and now and it's a, it's a it's a good thing. Rodeos are adding more and more money. So it used to you know, last week Sydney was what used to be one of the biggest you know, rodeos will now shoot rodeos have passed the by like we're standing still. You know, Heber said Utah adds ten thousand and and uh <clears throat> you know, of course Dodge City and Phillipsburg. You know, Dow Dowhart's now seven thousand at it. You know, it's just it's it's so hard to get guys. I mean, and we, we made if it wasn't for the ranch bronc riding, I don't know what we would have done. Yeah, we added the ranch <clears throat> deal ranch bronc riding this year in Woodward and it it helped a lot, you know. We we run it, you know. We bucked our bareback horses, and then I, I just did a four or a five guys a night on the ranch bronc deal, and it helped. And the crowd and the crowd loves anything that you can do local anyway. Uh-huh. I, I agree with kind of like the BFO guy last night, you know, the Cinderella deal. You know, I mean, if you can do something local, the crowd loves it and it works. You know, and, and the bareback riding, I mean, it is what it is. There's just not a lot of guys doing. I've, it. And I personally would just add the bronc, the ranch bronc riding in a lot because Prescott, Arizona, yeah, it's, it is one it's of the, the best, best events. Yeah. At Sydney, the the guys we had Sydney, each one of these dudes had their own. Like, there was a guy that smoked a cigarette while he rode his bronc. And yeah. we, had a- we had that same thing, and Benny is down in front of the buck and shoots, and this guy, he's a <laughs> he's a large guy, okay? And, and he's getting down on his horse, and and he's got this cigarette, and he's got his butt shirt unbuttoned to his navel. And <laughs> Benny comes walking up, and Charlie, our announcer, sits right above. Charlie Throckmorton's oh, our yeah. announcer, and he sits right above the buck and shoots. And Benny comes walking up there, and he's like, Hey, Charlie! Charlie, now look here. Look, get this, get this guy and this cigarette. <laughs> you see this? You come, you, it don't. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, right. he comes out and gets a, a heck of a bronc ride. But at, right at the end of it, he gets bucked off hard. But the cigarette is still in his mouth. Oh yeah, same thing as Sydney. And he was so happy that he made this bronc ride. And he goes over to the to the uh, fence there, kind of by the buck and shoots, crawls up on the top rail and backflips off. The, and I mean, the crowd see went yeah. insane. That's what they did at Sydney. These guys made a show. They would dance around. One guy had a continental suit. Um, another guy had tattoos, but he had this little derby hat, you know. And they hooping and hollering, and it was, of course, a couple of them take complete diggers, which you know you need that. But you know, the first night, you're like, oh God, don't get hurt, because you needed them the next two nights. <laughs> but it was yeah. that one guy rolled his own cigarettes, and he rears back, and he gets back, and he leans back, and he goes, oh wait, hold on. And he gets in his pocket. Got suspenders and a bow tie. Yeah. Looks like Doc Holliday. <laughs> round round hat. Looked exactly little uh, uh, waxed mustache. Like James Hike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And just rares back. And then this one kid, I mean, this one bronc is sitting, sitting down in the buck and shoot. This bitch, she gets down like this. And this kid rares back, lays back, and calls for her. She's Good sitting Lord. down. Yeah, they didn't give a stuff. shit. And then Saturday night after the rodeo, they've got a blow-up pool out in the parking lot just partying. And they said, this is the best time we've ever had. You know, I guess they usually get on a bunch of junk. And 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 uh, Benny just brought some some good old hoppers, you know, they could show off I'm, on and not yeah, kill them off. I'm not against ranch bronc riding. But like a, at Prescott, though, they get, uh, oh, uh, what's his name? They, they don't ever, those horses ain't been gathered in Oh, uh, yeah, the old grouchy yeah. guy that's skinny and an asshole. Jim Kenny. Jim Kenny. Jim Kenny. Jim Kenny. Jim Kenny. And he, he, and now these suckers busting too. Now they buck. And these guys, <laughs> they but get the shit beat These out. are local ranchers yep. to the area. And that's, that's the other thing. Like Woodward, you know, ranch country. Yeah. 
red carpet country in northwest Oklahoma. So we 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 went to an association because you know I you know not big ranching country, so those guys aren't available to you right. within a fifty mile radius like you guys. It was funny, like our deal, it, it like. I'd posted it out there on social media and whatnot that we were having this ranch bronc riding. And I knew some of the guys around that would ride and whatnot. And, and the, they didn't enter real fast. And I, so we added quite a bit of money, had a sponsor that really helped us out on the deal. And we had quite a bit of money, and they were like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I told them we were going to win a buckle. And my phone blows up. Over a buckle. No I mean, shit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, I can win a thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah, hey. No, I want the buckle. All about the I want, hardware. And the kid that wound up winning the whole deal, I mean, he called me the next morning because his brother had got hurt in the in the uh, short round there on Saturday night. And they had to fly him out on a helicopter. It, it was him and his brother that they made the short go in the branch bronc ride. Oh, crap. And they actually had to put the brother on a helicopter and send him out. And uh, so this kid calls me the next morning. And he goes, hey, uh. I just was wondering what I need to do to come pick up my buckle. And I go, your buckle? I said, you don't want your money? He goes, oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, could you imagine the ranch brock riding here in Sykeston? Holy shit. I may mean, not be yeah. something. Let me tell you something. So we had this kid showed up. Uh, you know, we were a little light in the bull riding. So sometimes they'll let guys mount out if they're back there ready. Usually college, we, we got a college rodeo team around here. And uh, so this guy, I look up. And we are just got done with bareback riding, and he is shapped up. He's the one that went to the hospitality. Yes, he got his glove on. He's dancing and stretching on the back of the bucking chutes, and I'm thinking, buddy, even if you're riding saddle bronc, we got a while. <laughs> well, then come to find out, after he does his stretching and warming up, he sneaks off over to our sponsor's building with his shaps on. Now he's got his glove off tucked into his belt. And goes in there and walks in and says, I'm a contestant. I get to eat for free. Well, they didn't know. They just let him eat. So I told the guy, I said, let me tell you something. If a guy walks in here with his chaps on and his bull riding glove tucked in and tells you he's a contestant and you believe him, you no longer need to be in our sponsor's building. You, you're just, you're gone. Because who in the hell gets dressed that early? Well, yeah. didn't he... Uh... Didn't he have an entourage too? Because oh my God. I saw him coming in. It the, was the like like ten people. The methyly hillbillies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you know we appreciate it and we don't like to be dicks all the time. Yeah, but we had to tell him. I mean, they were walking through the arena. Rodeo's going on here. The one can, guy was carrying a beer yes. in the arena. I mean, he's got his boots tucked into his his pants and tucked into his boots. He's got earrings. His shirt's rolled up to his elbows, and he's drinking beer, walking through the arena while the perf's going on. Yep. No. Yeah, and it sucks because, <clears throat> like, I mean, shit. At Sydney, if we didn't have our mount out guys, yeah. I don't know what would have done. Yeah. Because I know, we had two mount out kids that were the best bull riders there. Besides, I mean, uh, you know, uh, Trevor Kazer who won it. You know, we had two bull rides and five purse. Yeah. Two. Trevor Kazer won like six grand. You know, that's more than they'll win here, you know, <laughs> because two guys, he got all the ground money and all that counts. And so, and then Trevor Reese got, you know, he, but he got fouled and then his nutsack got, his, had his nut mm. in his hand, bullhorn. Jesus. He got fouled at the shoot. Right in the old beanbag. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The, the, the bull went down. So it set him up and then he went over the front and that bullhorn come like that and just like a knife just slipped, had his ball that's in nuts. his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he's okay. We love him. But yeah. anyway, but we had these two young guys get on and, and they made great bull rides. 
And thank God because it's just it's hard. Expect last week there's 33 rodeos going on the first weekend of August. 33. And it's hard to get guys, especially fuel and everything but I like don't, that. Here's what I don't understand, okay? It's hard to find bull riders. But then I looked at the day sheets from the amateur bull riding in Decorah. No. And it literally had, you know, I'll take one, Randy. Yep, I'll do one. It literally had. I'll do a gold buckle. I'll do it, one of those gold buckle beers. It had 55 bull riders in an amateur bull riding. For well, like a thousand added, fifty-five. Where are these kids going? I know, but they don't. Uh, I mean, but the talent. But of course, but look at the. I mean, it was anyway. I, I don't it's know. I could like, go on, but you know, but what we end up having is Shad Smith boy. Yeah, Cade is sixteen. Uh, Shad's got the bulls here for with service. and um, and then another kid was fourteen from Clarinda, and he brought some of their bulls, the junior bulls. And I mean that Friday night, that kid from Clarinda, which is about thirty minutes His away. His name is Howdy. Howdy. Howdy Harris. Howdy Harris, and he brought in fifty people, you know. But they yeah. all bought tickets. Yeah. But he brought all those people, made it local, and that crowd went insane. Yeah. Because you had the pro guys, one point two seconds, one point eight seconds, two point three seconds, and then here's the first kid to ride was a fourteen year old kid, and then and then K- and Cade won. Uh, Road Saturday night, you know, and then made the whistle through a eighty-eight helmet. point. You know, you just mark it. You know, the judges are down there sending up scores. You're like, like, do not, we're marking it. <laughs> well, at uh, at Woodward, they bring in the couple local events like the Hyde Race, where usually somebody well, yeah, perishes. We, we, we did a scoop uh, scoop shovel race one time, Ooh. Uh, and they actually tied hard to the, you know, tied hard to the saddle horn and the scoop shovel, and this kid, we had to helicopter him out. And it was kind of funny because, like, the the finish line was right in front of our south end, which is where – and we did it right before the team opened. Well, that year Trevor Brazil just happened to be in our perf. Most of the time he was all, he always entered in the slack. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting right there, and this kid will not let go of the rope. He's off the scoop shovel, won't let go of the rope. And I mean beat the I think I was there that year. Out of that kid. And I, I, I turned my back, and there's Trevor, and he's like, holy – Shit, I've never seen anything like this. I will be back to Woodward if you keep doing this. But that's, <laughs> you know. that's not the number one, and I wish more people would do this. If you've ever seen musical, musical chairs, chairs horseback, yeah. holy it's balls. Yeah. We did that for a long time. It got to where people didn't didn't want to enter because it got so rough. Yeah. It know. would start off with 15 people horseback. 14 chairs in the back end, the music starts hauling ass it was of all the things i've seen i would pay good money just to go to a perf with nothing but horse musical like four or five sections of musical chairs and ranch bronc riding (laughs) you you know the local people love it and and i can see like here at sykeston and uh very fortunate these guys are amazing and uh the hospitality that they've shown us you know and uh we like to go to a lot of rodeos, but I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, this is a first-class place. And uh, But I can tell their community gets behind them, I mean, 100%. And without yeah, that, and, you know. You know we, and we appreciate that. And the thing is, when you go to look in our community, just about every business in this town, uh, whether it's locally owned or not, it is tied to our club. You know, the presidents of the banks were JCs at one time. Their kids are JCs. Uh, you know, and, and that's, what, that's what helps a lot. And it's – it's kind of weird for us, you know, when you guys come in or we go to another rodeo, you all see a bunch of young guys mm-hmm. walking around here. And that's part of our deal is, you know, make, make, take young men and turn them into leaders. Uh, 
you don't want to be led around by some 21-year-old kid who's only got one triangle thing on his mind and oh, not one of them. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. And, uh, You're going to have to draw me a picture. I don't know <laughs> we, we may have me. a diagram at lunch. Uh, <laughs> no, the, yeah, the meeting. Go in one of the, one of the, uh, the bathrooms behind the, the sponsor's building. There's one drawn on Yes. Nice. But, you know, we, we handpick these guys to, to go around and deal with uh, the committees that come in. Uh, that's the only way you can do it, guys that know the history of our place. Um, and we want that respect. You know, we want to treat you just like we expect to be treated. Actually, like D said, he said yesterday at the meeting, okay, guys, we got people coming in. I would say treat our guests like our own, but we don't want to do that. Treat them actually nice. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, if, well if you're sitting here in about another hour and a half, you're going to get smoked with water yeah, balloons. Yeah, and that's oh. we've talked about the water balloon fight. And yeah. we're going to take these boys to the reefer party. The reef, uh, you will... You will so see things in that gonna, reefer party you have never you seen us, in your life. Can you give us a prelude to what might be in the reefer? Well, you know, sometimes there's chickens. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's been goats with nuts on them the size of basketballs. Uh, he ended up getting named nuts later on. <laughs> with a Z. Um, a Harley. A Harley. Inflatable dolls. Oh, yeah, your f- brother had inflatable dolls one year. Yeah. Speaking of that, he was watching the rodeo last night on the Cowboy Channel and He's having a good time in New Orleans. I mean, uh, if you live in New Orleans, how can you not have a good time? What, did Shout you, out to Bryce. Yes. Did you put on the helmet last year and let somebody smoke you over the head with a chair? You know, I have not been to the – you know, me being the arena director, if I get tooted, it's going to be a shit show. Yep. Because I'm going to miss more than one flag coming out of that arena. Yeah, I'm the arena but, director. Uh, yeah, you got to be on your toes. Yes. And, and it's funny because, I mean, our, our guys lo- lo- love to have a good time. But I don't drink a no. lick. I mean, all day – I don't drink anything until after the rodeo, and then, I, then oh, then I will. <laughs> the gold buckles, the tootedness <laughs> is on. Yeah. Yeah. And from eleven till seven a.m., you're on. Yeah. But you know, my my last story from the reefer party. So it was one time. It was way back before the Cowboy Channel when I think it was GAC was yes. trying to put some rodeos yes. on TV. So they called us and they're like, "Hey, we want to put your rodeo on TV," and we're like, "Okay." And we never had TVs in anywhere. Like we do now. And you can walk around our rodeo grounds and watch the rodeo in a beer stand. Yes. Um, but so me and a past chairman decide we're going to go partake in the reefer party. And it's back then they started immediately following the noon meeting. So we're in there and we ran slack before the rodeo. So I'm pins and shoots chairman and he is working the dog in box. And uh, so we go to this reefer party. And then we decide, hey, you know, it's pitch black in there. You can't even see your own hands sometimes. We decide, well, we better go back and take a shower, get ready for the rodeo. We kick the door open, and we hear the announcer announcing the bareback riding. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh. And we are as white as that trash can. for what? Yes. We were tooted. And, I mean, had no idea where we were even really at. So, if you could ever find some footage, you will see this guy laying on top of the roping box, slapping the, the gate. I mean, and he, we're pouring sweat. We're barely, we're in a long sleeve shirt that's not even hardly tucked in. Sweat dropped down your balls? All the way down my balls. <laughs> and that point, I kind of uh, decided, you know, the reefer party, I've, I've been there, done that. I probably don't is need to retire. Yes. Is that why they didn't start till three now? Yeah, well, no, that's because these newer guys take forever to go buy the stuff that gets in there. Because it's voted on, okay, so. They get their budget at noon on what they can spend for this thing. 
<laughs> and uh, they always, you know, it, and it's all about having a good time. Oh, yeah. And it gets crazy. You may open the door and get smacked in the face with a chicken. What? Uh, but last year they had a helmet, and people were taking turns. Well, one guy would just take, put the helmet on and slam his head into the wall <laughs> repeatedly. And then they got into a deal where you put on the helmet and let somebody smoke you with a metal chair. And mind you, it's 32 degrees in there. Yeah. It's, it's a freezing. Did it? Remember that when yep. D was in there? Yeah, there was quite a him. line of guys wanting to hit D in the head. They the hit him in that. So he's got on this this baseball helmet. They're like, do it! And I mean, hit as hard as you could in the head with the chair. I'm lucky I only got hit with the chicken. Oh, they had all those grandma underwear in there last year. Remember that? Yeah. They'd put them in water and then slap you in the face with them. <laughs> Those were nasty. And I mean, they, they go and buy the nastiest stuff you can drink. Yeah, it they is, don't. It is not yeah, gold not, buckle beer premium yeah, drinking. It's not it, Coors it, or no, Bud or anything like that. It is like just natural light like ice. A, like a white. Like, you remember when it says can. beer on it. Yes, you remember <laughs> yeah. when they had yeah. beer and Beer 30? Yeah. Like, yeah. worse English. than that, Moosehead. They, uh, had, they had Zima last year, which yeah. I thought was pretty good. <laughs> You would. <laughs> I have a, a Thema. You know, could I get could I get a cherry jolly rancher? To it was it? good. Everyone's like, "Hey, Zima." I'm like, "All right." You know, it, it's a good thing we still don't have the chicken blood party. Uh, yeah. The the chicken blood parties got pretty rank. Uh, it was mixed in a toilet. You drank it out of a toilet, and I'm going to tell you something. That stuff will put you smooth ass yeah, to sleep. Yeah, it just tastes like Kool Aid. Yes. I mean, it didn't even and one of those that's. You know, we haven't brought it back in years because Good. a cowboy decided to take one of our committee men's daughters to the after party one night, and, you know, she wasn't of age. Ooh. And, uh, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. So that was not a good sight. All circling back to what you lose at Sykeston. Yes, you know, back in the U.S. smokeless tobacco days, we would tell these guys when they come to Sykeston, if you cannot... Are they going to spray for uh, mosquitoes? No, right that's now. probably that's, just the... Uh, here comes the Agent Orange. That's Good little Lord. John leaving. <laughs> you know, if, if you couldn't come to Sykeston and meet a lady friend for the night, then you were not attracted to females. It's and, a target-rich environment here. And by God, it worked. We even had a kid had to walk all the way from Matthews, Missouri, which is like 25 miles south, just to get here one night. The walk of shame. As her husband walked in. Oh, no. Yes. Ooh. And then picked him up and gave him a ride. I wonder how many underground stories are going on oh right now God. that we don't know about. Well, a while ago, I got a text message on a group text, and uh, somebody was playing some provocative stuff. On their phone, I guess they were in their camper by themselves, and uh, it was on their side-by-side Bluetooth speaker sitting outside. For, oh, that's my worst. Ten- they were in there watching <laughs> my worst yes. nightmare. Yes, <laughs> and it's oh, and it happened with speakers on the outside of our trailer. It's, it's your <laughs> worst nightmare. It's in the worst part of the camping that you can be in. You're over there with Eastwood and Blake and those guys. Eastwood didn't bring oh a camper. Oh my god! That is where it is taking place. <laughs> and so he puts back on the group text. He said, "Well, it wasn't my phone. My phone's dead." I, was, I couldn't get to my phone fast enough. Here comes the response. How are you texting then? And then he says, well, oh, well. So he admit it. Oh, wow. When you're lonely, you got to do well, things. Well, you know, I mean. Sykeston Rodeo. Boys will be boys. Sykeston Rodeo the porn. Oh, I love hey, it. Well, I showed up. Seems like you need your electric fixed at your camper. I sure do. <laughs> <laughs> There's Eastwood. He shakes his hair out. Uh. Get on your knees, bitch. Yes. 
four, four porn stars pull up on a 1978 golf cart. Mm. You guys look like you could use an extra hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, thank you. Thank you guys. For the hospitality this yes, week. Sir. And uh, thanks to Austin Randy for coming on today. Jacob, we'll get you on again. There's so much deeper stories to delve into with the, the likes of Jacob Moorhead. But uh, we want to thank uh, Manscaped. And I uh, also want to put this out there. It's official. The official rodeo party for Rump Chat will be at the Mirage Hotel and Casino. Oh, yeah. We can, we can announce Rodeo it. Vegas. Rodeo Vegas. And we're, uh, we will be rump chatting every day. Uh, time to be determined yet. Yeah. We haven't nailed that down, but at the cinch booth upstairs at the uh, at the convention at the center, convi- we'll have a stage. We can have a video screen with yeah. an operator. We can actually do things correctly. We have frost vision, but I mean, uh, it's yeah. going to be a big time at the Mirage for the Rodeo Vegas party. Uh, me and Ham are going to do a little rump chatting after the Rodeo Vegas party. So, book your rooms at the Mirage. We're going to have a QR code coming out with Pro Fantasy Rodeo and Rodeo Vegas. So. Yeah, family and friends discount if you come stay and party with us, Mirage Hotel and Casino, Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, and we're we're very excited. We're gonna be doing some rump chat lives there with because the bunch of contestants go there. It's I mean, it's be a, off the hizzy. It's a, it's a hell of a party. So, but uh, uh, rodeopatch.com got some stuff made for San Angelo the other day. Good. So that's awesome. Well, who else? Gold Buckle Beer. Thank you for the drinks today. Don't for, don't forget Pete Car Rodeo still. Hook us up for another year. We love you, Pete. Love you, Pete. Anyway, so tonight's artist, Co Wetzel. Thank you, everybody. We'll have a wrap-up show next week talking about what happened tonight. <laughs> what happened at Sykeston Saturday night. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>